Now, this anxious mindset will steal from you. The scarcity mindset can rob you blind as it takes away the opportunities, potential and possibilities in life in favor of holding you back under the guise that you will be safer that way. And quite insidiously, it can make you feel anxious, stressed and depressed. And it can trick you into believing that you're not good enough and that you don't have enough of the good things in life you need to feel secure and happy. This toxic mindset can really shape the way you experience reality as your ego will do whatever it can to prove your beliefs are correct. We all see what we want to see. So if you believe there isn't enough and that you're not good enough, voila, that will be your experience of reality. So if you are struggling with a mindset of not enough and want help to evolve it into a more abundant mindset, then please keep on listening. And I'm reminded of one of my favorite quotes by James Allen is that we don't attract what we want, we attract what we are. Now you are listening to the Mindset Change Podcast and I'm your mindset coach, Paul Shepard, helping you upgrade your mindset for a happier, healthier and wealthier you. If you've not yet subscribed, then please do as it helps the show grow and more importantly, so you won't miss another episode. Are you ready to upgrade your mindset? Let's begin. So here's a confession. I think this is the one mindset that has proved to be my biggest challenge. Now, don't get me wrong. I have certainly come a long way from where I was with this years ago. But now and then I get a reminder that there is still some work to do with an ego that can fall into the trap of believing that there isn't enough and somehow I will fall short somehow. I have fallen for the lies of the scarcity mindset far too often. And I wonder if you can recognize some of these too. I think the classic is that you're just not good enough. Really? What's the evidence for that? That's a good question to ask yourself, by the way. If you have a feeling, a story in your mind, that somehow, like for example, that you're worthless or not good enough, ask yourself for the evidence. Because I bet you, without lying, that it can't be true. Sit with the uncomfortable feeling and ask yourself, is this feeling, is this thought evidence that I'm not good enough, that I'm worthless? Another lie that there's not going to be enough of the opportunities available to you that somehow mysteriously are available to everyone else. That you won't be able to make enough money and that you will always somehow struggle financially. That you won't be able to change your circumstances for the better. No matter how much money or resources you manage to accumulate, do you know what? With a scarcity mindset, it's just simply not enough. That you don't have enough friends and that you are somehow an outsider. That you're not loved enough and maybe not even capable of finding love. Now, where are all the good men, good women, good people? I just can't seem to find them, says someone with a scarcity mindset around love and relationships. 
mysteriously attracted to the people that will let them down somehow and keep that scarcity mindset going. Interesting, isn't it? Uh, Another lie is that having this negative mindset, believing that there is a lot of scarcity, is more realistic and will protect you and protect what you do have. I bet some of those lies rang true for you. You can feel the tension in your chest or in your stomach or a pressure in your head when the ego is convincing you that there isn't enough, that you're not enough, that somehow you're going to go without. And it can catastrophize. Say you're going to be living on the streets, you're going to lose your home. You're going to end up lonely. And because anything is a possibility, that ring of truth can really strike fear in the heart of many a person. Has it you? Um, Signs you have a scarcity mindset. I think that would be good to go through before we tackle more about it. But if you find yourself being impatient, overscheduling, trying to fit too much in, that's a classic, not enough time, not enough time to do those things that you really want to do, abandoning your true needs and living on an autopilot of fear, which you try to suppress. And another sign that you have a scarcity mindset in a certain area of life is that you can feel that you are always behind, always trying to catch up. Over-controlling behavior, trying to control reality, which is uncontrollable, but hey, we'll do our best. Uh, Viewing others as competition. Other people win, you seem to lose. Other people seem much luckier than you. Comparing yourself unfairly with other people. Low self-esteem, struggling to concentrate. I mean, it's very stressful having a scarcity mindset. So your resources are diverted to managing the flight or fight response in your body. How's it going to help you focus with some clarity if your mind and body are stuck believing that you're in some form of danger? Only focusing on the negatives. I think these sound familiar to a lot of people because the scarcity mindset is incredibly common. But what can you do about it? To add, if you're enjoying this content so far and you're thinking, I want to sort out my scarcity mindset and you're serious about this year being a better year than last year, being the most successful year yet, then please subscribe. Hit that plus button at the top of your podcast app. Not only will you help the show grow, but more importantly, you won't miss other episodes that you can be reminded of through notifications to help you keep evolving. Um, On another note, if you want to join my WhatsApp community, which is free, you get to engage with some incredible people, you get to ask me anything you want, you get exclusives, you'll find the link in the show notes. Come and say hello. I think something that's quite obvious about changing any form of mindset, especially the scarcity mindset, is to be around people to engage with people that can help support you move on from it. And that's what this WhatsApp community is going to be all about. By the way, the group coaching also starts very, very soon. I believe it's on February 23rd, which is a Thursday. And I'm going to be testing on a small group of you my new anxiety-free model, which I'm very excited about. I did a test the other day with a group of coaches and they loved it. 
So if you'd like to uh, join on and find out more details, again, contact me via the show notes. Back to the scarcity mindset a little, but it might not influence all parts of your life. You may have an abundant mindset, for example, in money. It might be very cash rich, but when it comes to love, where is it? You might have plenty of friends, but over worry that you might lose your career, despite having no evidence that that could even happen. Scarcity mindset pops up in all sorts of places. For me, when the scarcity mindset kicks in, I can feel the tension at times, which comes from the ego predicting the future and coming to the false conclusion that I'll be in danger from not enough resources, time, clients, health, listeners, and so on. Now, there's no evidence to support this, by the way, but now and then, maybe it's a sign that I'm doing too much or something is out of balance in my life. The scarcity mindset can begin to pop up to suggest that my success won't last and tries to compare me unfairly with other people in my field. But I kind of welcome that because I see it as something to release, something to heal. And I know it sounds a bit strange, but I embrace the tension. I welcome the resistance. I welcome the scarcity side of things because that's an opportunity for me to heal it to change. And I want to get you into that mindset of, yes, these are toxic mindsets. Yes, they're really unhelpful. But also at the same time, there's a lot of wisdom and a lot of healing that can be gained from being aware that that's what you're experiencing. And this podcast is helping you to become more aware. Awareness is everything. As without it, we just unconsciously wander along, drift along through life on autopilot, not really living the life that we want to live. It's as if we're the passenger in the car, but who's doing the driving and where are we going? Now, I suspect that this mindset developed when my younger self struggled with getting their emotional needs not being met. I developed from that a hypervigilance about life, worrying that it could go wrong, catastrophizing, became all too natural a habit, as my ego thought that this was the best way to protect me. I think I remember going from a happy-go-lucky kid to one where that hypervigilance became all too encompassing. It became my reality. I began to believe there was something wrong with me because why would I be bullied all of a sudden? What did the other kids know about me that I didn't? The belief began to form that I was a failure and that created a self-fulfilling reality where I was drawn to people, situations, experiences, which just reinforced that there was something wrong with me. Can you relate to that? Has this been something that's impacted you, something in your childhood that has led you to develop a false belief about yourself, which is trying to protect you, but actually is no longer applicable, no longer helpful. It's an out-of-date program that needs an upgrade. And it's something that you have to break out of. I had to break out of mine, which was incredibly hard. And you might think the same, how am I ever going to change? Well, that's one of the lies of the ego. But I promise you, you can do the same. 
And I hope that this podcast helps you to do just that. Remember that awareness is the first key and step to your freedom. I remember the scarcity mindset really forming because I had this void inside which I tried to fill with extrinsic things. So materialism, I would buy music, films, clothes, food, experiences. Um, No matter what I did, I could not fill that void, which was a message to reconnect with the authentic me. But I wasn't listening to that. I didn't know that's what it meant. I was abandoning myself because that was what was normal for me, depriving myself of what I really needed in favor of buying the things that culture said would make me happy, make me happier, help me feel fulfilled. And as you know, it doesn't really work, does it? I was not living the life I really wanted to live. I actually had no clue as to what that life would be like anyway. I was simply used to living the life I thought I had to live as dictated to me by the people around me and by society. As I said, I didn't know it at the time, but I was unconsciously still abandoning myself. I wasn't fulfilling my true needs. I didn't know how. I was unconsciously reenacting what my parents had unwittingly done to me, and I would keep repeating this until I became aware of it and realized that this was something that I had to stop. Are you abandoning yourself? How does that show up in your life? Do you sometimes feel a void inside, an empty feeling like something's missing? It's a message to reconnect with who you are. Don't be frightened of it. Because if it wasn't there, you really would not be living the life you truly wanted to live. My message to you is really simple. Stop abandoning you and start giving yourself what you truly need. Whose life are you living? Is it yours or someone else's idea of how you think you should be living your life? And what's the emotional cost of that? The scarcity mindset, the void inside, the abandoning of ourselves all part and parcel of helping to wake us up through our own misery. It brings us wisdom. It can lead us to fulfillment. It wakes us up through purpose. And if we stop abandoning and start connecting, we can begin to experience life in a way that we may never have dreamt of before. And I can promise you that not only have I experienced it, still experiencing it, I get to hear from clients who are experiencing it too. I'm seeing it all around me. And you can have this too, no matter what your ego says. If you struggle to listen to the void and try to feel it like I did with meaningless things, trying to numb the pain so that you don't have to take action, then nothing will change. But you have a powerful mind. You have the ability to sit with the feeling, learn to experience your feelings, learn nervous system regulation through breath work, and through mindfulness be able to come to be the observer of your conditioned mind. 
being able to watch your ego with curiosity, with non-judgment. So powerful. And it will set you on a path to freedom and healing. Whatever that looks like for you, you can fill that void and you can watch that scarcity mindset begin to evolve into something more abundant. Like myself, it might not go 100%, but that's okay. It'd only be my ego trying to tell you that I'm all perfect up here. You should try and reach my level. That's not the case. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. There are things that I trip up over. <laughs> there are mistakes I still make. There are things I still struggle with. But it becomes much easier to manage these things. You kind of welcome them, as I said before, as a chance to grow, to learn. It's a lifetime journey. There is no end, but it's a beautiful experience to evolve and grow this way, to manage life this way. I think someone asked me, am I annoyed that I still have this scarcity mindset still there? Because I'm quite open with people about it. Well, part of me thinks when the tension of thoughts arise, oh, what, you again? How embarrassing for a mindset coach to have these issues. Um, as I said, that's just an ego thing and it can pop up. But note the desire for my ego to try and find a way to struggle, to create an issue. It likes a bit of drama. And this is a very old program and it can arise from if I'm doing too much or if I'm tired, or if I'm not well, it's like a whisper. And I welcome it as a reminder to look after myself and help that program evolve because it's all too easy to take what it says literally. Especially when I'm living a life of incredible abundance. I feel so grateful and so lucky. And it can feel confusing for it to be even be there. But I'm so much better at surrendering to my tension and thoughts and accepting and breathing and choosing how I will work with it. And one choice I absolutely love, and that I would say to you, get into the habit of doing this. But it's hard because... We live in a world which kind of looks down on these words to some degree and sees them as weak, as fluffy, as woo-woo. But one choice that I really would get you to think about, because it's powerful, it's true strength, despite what's been said, is loving unconditional kindness. If you approached every bit of tension with a bit of loving unconditional kindness, compassion, what do you think would happen for you? What do you think your life would be like if you were more kind, unconditional, compassionate and loving towards you? Towards your experiences? To the people around you? Because that is abundance. Remember, we don't attract what we want. We attract what we are. And this, I believe, is one of the secrets to manifesting the level of wealth. And we're not talking just money here. We're talking health, happiness, relationships, experiences. That's true wealth. Freedom of time. Helping others. Being generous. And that is true wealth. I like to ABC things a little. So accept and breathe 
and then choose how I'm going to work with something. And you can label or reframe your experience, your scarcity mindset, your tension. For example, you could reframe it as um, adrenaline. So if it's fear around money, financial adrenaline, you could be very excited about making money, even though you've misinterpreted it as fear, because fear and excitement in physiology are the same. You can label it, this is just a bit of old trauma. This is just a bit of anxiety. Name it to tame it can change an experience by around 50%. And to be honest with you, I think something that really comes up around this mindset is an insecurity that I still haven't found my voice just yet. But what do I mean by that? It just means that there's something deep within that's still unfolding which will take my work to another level with you. But it's not there yet. I can feel it. It's like an emerging butterfly from a chrysalis. But it requires patience. Otherwise, if I open that chrysalis too soon, the butterfly will be too weak to fly. So I've got to wait. And it's exciting. And I believe you would really benefit And if you've been with me from the beginning of my show, which I know a lot of you have, I wonder how different I may sound to you or how the show has evolved and what you've gained from that. Now, something that I really want to promote with you about the scarcity mindset is the time issue, because that's something I really did struggle with. I'm a bit of a rusher. Well, I was a bit of a rusher. I've slowed up down quite a lot. I used to rush in the mornings to F45, my gym. And I would even listen to some audio books, which I'm absorbing for the show or for personal development. I would listen to them on high speed as well. Get the information in as quick as possible. Um, And what I decided to do is I thought, well, that doesn't really go with an abundance of time mindset, does it? I'm rushing because I feel there's not enough time. And I'm also speeding things up because um, I want to absorb more information. I think there's a book on this. I don't know the name of the author, by the way, not offhand, but there's something called The Great Acceleration, where we are speeding things up and we are experiencing the consequences of that scarcity mindset around time. We want things to be super quick. A podcast episode could be five minutes. Say everything in five minutes, not 30, not 40. I want to absorb it as fast as possible so I can move on to the next thing. I remember on TikTok, um, I did a 90 second video and someone made a comment saying, oh, do you remember the time when videos were much shorter? They wanted me to get to the point much quicker. But the great acceleration pushes us into speeding things up and it comes at an emotional cost. Our nervous systems think we're perpetually in danger when we're not. Crazy, isn't it? But I would say to you, and this has really helped me when it comes to time and also reducing the resistance to the present moment. So this is a belief that I have. Use it if it works for you. Um, If you're skeptical, explore it. Or if it's not for you, just let it go. But I believe that I'm always in the right place at the right time. 
nothing could have happened any differently because it didn't. Now, why I believe that is because no matter what decisions I've made in the past, which is easy to go down a path of regret, isn't it? Oh, I wish I'd done that. I wish I'd done that. But that suggests that where I am is right now is wrong, that I'm wrong. What I'm experiencing is wrong. And yes, I know that I'm in an incredible privileged place to be able to, to say that. And we all are. Whilst you're listening to this, you're not in danger right now. You're probably not fighting for survival or, or in some form of starvation or famine. But I believe that I'm in the right place at the right time. In the right circumstances. The power I have by being present is mindfully being awake and aware enough to choose how I perceive the circumstances. The problem often isn't the circumstances. The problem often isn't what we're facing. It's our perception of it that is the problem. And our perceptions come from our conditioned ego. It wants to control reality. It wants the world to be the way it says it should be. Most of our problems come from if you think about it, the idea that reality should be different. There are demands for it to be different, our expectations for it to be different. And it isn't. The reality that we know is exactly as it is. But what we do have is the ability to change our perceptions. So could you? Could you surrender to the idea that no matter how it seems to you, that you are in the right place at the right time? That 13.8 billion years of the universe, that's mind-blowing, really is, um, has led you to this right place, right time, where you're hearing this very message perfectly. Think about it. This is the only moment that exists. And you're hearing a message in the universe, the universe that's taking 13.8 billion years to get here, to this very moment, you're hearing to be present, to wake up, to choose to surrender, to accept where you are in this present moment, to accept you and your circumstances. There's nothing wrong with you. You are normal. I know some people might balk at that. Maybe the word normal might not suit you. But there's nothing wrong with you. The idea that you should be different, that you should have something different, be experiencing something different, is a story from the ego. Conditioned ego. Believing that by focusing on what you're missing out on through the scarcity mindset, that by living in misery, by living in fear, in stress, that this is going to be your best course of action. Maybe it thinks it will motivate you towards change by coming from a place of misery. Well, we know how that goes, don't we? It doesn't really do much. I think we've all tried that, <laughs> or maybe still will try that. But think about the synchronicity of life. And everything you've ever done, your whole life has led you to this very moment. Again, reminding you to wake up to be you, to be your authentic self and to move on from these mindsets that have been conditioned into you. Not 
blaming, no regrets. Let's not go there. But to see these as an opportunity to grow, to evolve, to flow within the universe as you could. You get to choose next as the creator where you go next. Remember, you can be the passenger of life on autopilot and react to wherever you go. Good luck with that. Or you can wake up and choose to drive and direct your life to where you truly want to go. And your thoughts and your feelings, your dreams and your visions can help take you in that direction. You've got to give your subconscious mind some direction. Otherwise, it would just repeat what it did yesterday. Now, the exciting thing is that as soon as you start waking up and start to look at how you could be more authentic, how you could reconnect to fill the void, you'll be guided by your subconscious mind to connect with the universe, to flow with life and to notice the synchronicities like being brought to this very episode. It's a strange thing to notice those coincidences that can help reawaken your true self. The right teacher begins to appear. The right information will appear. You're hearing it now, aren't you? The opportunities, the possibilities and potential begin to signal to you to take advantage. Not to go back to sleep, but to take advantage. You deserve this. You can have what you truly want to experience in life. And if it feels unrealistic to you, remember that our dreams are often tapered and held down by what we call realism. I think someone's once said to me, well, I'll never be an astronaut, will I, with this type of mindset? Well, to be honest, I've got no idea. But the reality is, with space tourism, something that is going to be a possibility within our lifetime, going into space was something we may have said once upon a time, that would never happen for me. And now it's becoming a reality. So I've been exploring this phenomena of synchronicities to help wake us up, to help create more abundance, to move on from the scarcity mindset. And I've been doing this more recently uh, with a book by Sky Nelson Isaacs called Living in Flow. I can really highly recommend this book, especially if you have a mind that's more scientific, veers towards wanting to know the details of why you know the universe works this way and how do these synchronicities work. And he goes into the science behind these flow states and what could come from them. So a flow state, by the way, is um, activities like skiing, running, writing, walking. Uh, these are things that I do because that's where time seems to dissolve. And I feel like I'm at one with everything. That's what a flow state can feel like for me. There's a whole science behind it. Uh, Stephen Kotler's book, The Art of the Impossible, goes into flow states in a brilliant way as well if you want to know more about the science and how they're using flow states to develop uh, programs, coaching programs for people to be more successful within their businesses and their lives. Because flow states are going to be the thing you are constantly going to hear about until you get involved. And the reason may be is that the universe is asking you to flow. Release what's creating resistance within you and flow. And that will be an amazing game changer as you begin to experience the synchronicities of life that increase your abundance. By the way, I reached out to Sky 
in the hope that he would come on the podcast. So he's coming on next month. He's a yes. And I'm very excited about our synchronicity conversation. Because resistance to life creates an issue with flow. And you know what? We can feel it. You know you can feel it. We're made of energy. We're made of matter. And in a universe, made it the same. And I like the theory that we are simple pulses of energy within the universe. No idea why, by the way, or what that's about. Um, there's lots of fears, of course. But I do know that resistance creates tension, which in turn creates an issue with our flow. Remember, it's a chance to heal so we can feel lighter, flow better, and with a higher vibration than before. Life feels so much more abundant when we are in flow. There's more gratitude and we notice more of the good in life. It's crazy how much abundance can begin to appear. It's like we attract it like moths dancing around a bright lamp at night. But do not be fooled by the scarcity mindset. Do not be complacent with it. It's very hypnotic. It's sirens call uses a ring of truth, despite there being very little or no evidence. Evidence means nothing to a scarcity mindset. We do something called cognitive dissonance, where we just avoid knowing the truth in favor of holding on to our beliefs. But here's a call to action in how to turn the scarcity mindset around. As I've talked about, flow is a good place to start making sure that you increase your activities of flow will begin to change your experience of reality. But what I would also say is the foundation of flow, the foundation of any type of mindset change has to be to give your mind and body the rest, the nutrition, the hydration, the sleep, the exercise, everything your body needs to help you function properly. Because if it's struggling, then negative mindsets are much harder to deal with. They will sound louder and more intrusive and easier to obey. Another call to action is cultivate your grateful mindset. Practice gratitude. Practice gratitude meditations. Write down each morning and evening what you are grateful for, because that is a mindset changer. And getting to notice the good in life will help you begin to see more of the abundance and less of the scarcity. Remember to stop abandoning yourself. Become your best friend. Yeah, Give yourself what you may have missed out on when you were a child. It might feel difficult, but each tiny step towards you encouraging, being kind, loving towards yourself is a gift that will keep on giving. As part of that, you might watch less news. Now, the media know that each emotional clickbait around scarcity gets a lot of views. The economy, the world, inflation, everything will get you clicking on it because it wants your emotional reaction. But in a way, it programs your mind into believing there's not enough. And as part of an identity, you can begin to form your future self around having an abundant mindset. So imagine a future you 
that is fully abundant, loving life, loving the challenges, releasing any resistance. Think about how much more generous and kind and loving they are. Remember the quote from the beginning, we don't attract what we want, but we attract what we are. So develop that identity and work on those beliefs. Work on raising your healthy deserve levels. From the book of the same name by Gary Cady, he was a guest on this show. He says, we don't attract in life what we deserve. We get in life what we think we deserve. Nothing more, nothing less. And this plays into your beliefs. If you don't believe you deserve the good stuff, then you will keep finding a way to make that your reality. Remember, our egos love to be right. Journal about it. Put your thoughts out onto paper. Create intentions. Create a vision for where you want to go. Develop a relationship with yourself because writing and journaling allows your brain to process and give you insights that you may not be able to do just by thinking alone. And could you slow down? Could you stop brushing? Could you give yourself less to do so that you can recover and be present and have some freedom of time? Just to clarify before we end that I'm not suggesting that life should be easy, that we should just be flowing and it's all amazing. Uh, life isn't like that. It's never going to be like that. I love this quote by Ben Oakry. Hope I pronounced it right. But he says, the most authentic thing about us is our capacity to create, to overcome, to endure, to transform, to love, and to be greater than our suffering. No matter what we experience in life, it will pass. Nothing lasts. And there you go. I hope you got a lot from this episode. I have to say, this is not the episode I had planned in my head. Something happened in flow and I felt compelled to write what you have been listening to. So I think what's happened is perfect. The right people will get the right message. And if it's not for you, it's not for you at this time. Maybe another time, who knows? But if it has been for you, I hope it's helped you create a mindset shift needed to recognize the truth of who you are and what you are truly capable of. I will always champion the idea, the reminders that you are so much more than you think you are. By the way, if you fancy showing some love and being generous, that'd be lovely, then please leave me a review of this podcast, of this episode. Let me know what you think of the content or send me an email from the show notes. Come and join my WhatsApp group. Come and let me know if you want to have some group coaching or one-to-one -one coaching. It would be most appreciated. Uh, thank you for being with me here today. Remember, stay awake, stay aware, be abundant and have an incredible day.